Are you ready to hear some stories of how God is at work in the Philippines in the midst of COVID-19? Pastor Leo is going to share with us in just a moment how people are finding hope and help and Jesus in the midst of this pandemic. You're even going to hear about a man who got electrocuted, but his story, it has a great ending. Welcome to the 360 Serve podcast. I'm Mark Tyler, president of 360 Serve. 360 Serve is about a new way to do missions where we help you support indigenous church planning pastors who live in the least reached areas of the world. They understand their language and culture. They're very effective in reaching their own people for Christ. Thank you for supporting hundreds of church planning pastors who are reaching thousands for Christ. We do these episodes to share with you the great things God is doing all around the world through the church planning pastors you are supporting. How is God at work in the Philippines in the midst of COVID-19? That is the topic of today's episode. Well, it's a joy to be together again. And Pastor Leo, our movement leader from the Philippines, is with us, our guest. And how are you doing today, Pastor Leo? Uh, we're do- doing okay, Pastor Mark. Good to hear from you again. Yeah. And, uh, again, another time of going through <laughs> this Yeah. Uh, this challenge. Well, another chapter in the life of what's going on in the Philippines. We're just starting, yes. you know, these episodes. And so today we, we get to talk about something that is still kind of hitting us all, and that's COVID-19. And uh, obviously every country is dealing with this in the world, and the Philippines is no exception. And so would you just kind of share what has it been like in the Philippines? Tell us the story of just COVID-19, and we're going to get into this. Well, uh, like many countries, uh, it started with us for uh, March of last year, and uh, it's mm-hmm. been very tough for Philippines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't know exactly what to do. Ex- uh, I mean, at the beginning, we had hopes that this was going to be maybe a six-month or at, 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 the, at the most it would be, but mm-hmm. uh, we were all... <laughs> we were surprised it was not going to be like that. Uh, a big part of the country, I mean, many parts of the country, if not all, really had, we'd experienced lockdowns and never had experienced that uh, in the city, but in the provinces, uh, in our small, you know, uh, uh, different regions of the, uh, of the country. It's been very, very difficult as a third world nation experiencing covid uh, mm. So the lockdowns, a big part of that has been the impact of uh, lives being affected because uh, largely we're uh, uh, not a not a country with uh, we have resources, but our economy is not in a place where things are really uh, everything is good, not not really good. But uh, so COVID nineteen. The government has been doing its part to contain it the past year, but uh, I think the way it's been managed has been not not at its best. And so uh, a lot of challenges from when it began and even until now. So uh, we've had more than a million people affected. Uh, I forget the numbers of deaths we've had, but there was a time uh, we'd be hitting uh, 10,000 uh, uh, people infected every day. But uh, 
even the test, uh, Pastor Mark, are are hard to. I mean, the numbers rather, the numbers that we 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 count uh, are hard to um, to quantify because it's like we're not sure if there's enough tests that that was done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So even if you say there's ten uh, thousand a day. Uh, mm-hmm. But we didn't test everybody yet, <laughs> so yeah. uh, th- there could have been more uh, going. So uh, it's been yeah. tough econ- economically. Mm-hmm. It's been tough uh, for people. What, what's it been lifestyle. like for you, Leo? You, you know, you and your family. What's it been like for you guys? Uh, for for me personally and my family, uh, yeah, we. My wife Ami got infected uh, mm-hmm. way back in November. And it was a, the symptoms were all there and we got scared, uh, of course, with the news where we hear people getting hospitalized and uh, we had a friend in church who literally was minutes away from dying. And so mm-hmm. that picture really came to us and say, we don't want that in our family. We were scared. And, mm-hmm. but, uh, and then if that that thing happened also in in February, Ami again got infected, and uh, so uh, we she got infected twice. I actually may have been infected uh, in our church planning movement. I moved around a lot, and uh, I, even though I took care of uh, my making sure I was safe, I may actually have had some COVID uh, symptoms that I felt that and yet I, I didn't get the test, but it felt like that. So uh, family, we had our own uh, adjustments to make, uh, like trying to isolate, uh, uh, keep ourselves in the house to make sure we don't spread it to another yeah. neighbor or friends. And the adjustment of me just going out because only one person is allowed to get out of the house. And uh, the adjustment of lining up to buy the grocery, lining up to go to the uh, uh, to buy our medicine, and mm. and things like that. So we got affected wow. too. Uh, I know my my children uh, felt that sense as well of scare, like yeah. uh, we don't know what this is, and we knew yeah. uh, as we hear, but. Even the the news that we get were um, a lot of mixed things. So that kind of added to the anxiety. Uh, anxiety yeah. built up in so many ways for wow. uh, the Philippines, families, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and and communities. How has it been like for the church planners, Leo? You know, I know that we support a lot of church planners with you, which is an honor and privilege. Yes, yes. Uh, but how, how has it been for them? The church planners in Manila, in the Philippines, have really worked very hard. Uh, and I'd like to say this uh, right now, Pastor Mark, I'd like to say thank you to 360 Serve, uh, having partnered with our church planners here in Manila, Philippines, for how that support that you give, uh, 360 Serve, has been so significant in mm. the lives of our church planners during the COVID. Uh, mm. A lot of the, the biggest challenge we've had the past uh, many months have been the lockdown uh, restrictions <clears throat> that are made by the government. 
to to contain the virus. And lockdown for us means a lot of things. One, I mean, it means a lot of different things. But for our church planters, particularly, uh, we work among uh, the poorest places and. Uh, the bigger part of the challenge is not necessarily the COVID itself, but the challenge of what's going to be on my table to, to feed mm-hmm. my family. Yeah. And yeah. so that has been, the support has been a tremendous uh, encouragement that uh, we would say thank you to the Lord for God uh, uh, being there for, uh, for us, with us, in those uh, times when it felt scary, uh, primarily because, say, how do I get my food? And mm-hmm. and lo- only secondary is uh, I might get infected. So it's in that reverse order. Not so much the I'll get sick, but the yeah. <laughs> the the getting getting hungry. Where do I go to get my you know what will feed my family or something like that? So yeah. uh, that's uh, for the. Church planners are uh, so encouraged to to be mm. uh, for for three sixty serve to be uh, there with us uh, yeah. in the work in our families and in the daily uh, uh, things that we do as in the church yeah. planning movement. So. Yeah. Well, I know so many that are listening right now. They you know support. Uh, one of these or several of these church planners, and it's such an honor for us to be able to do just that. So, wow, it just give our love to all these church planners. Yeah. And we're going to be doing yes. sessions on them in a little bit yeah. uh, yes. as we get to know them better and what God is doing uh, through them in the ministry. Right. But, right. you know, in the midst of this COVID-19 as it's hit, you know, especially Manila where you're at, uh, I'm sure you've seen God at work. I mean, we've had the privilege of, yes, supporting the church planners and also providing additional support to help you with COVID-19 help. Are you seeing God, you know, doing things, special things, you know, in, in the midst of uh, all of this? Oh, yes. Uh, I mean, COVID-19 brought a lot of uh, challenges for a lot of people, but it opened doors of uh or ways where God has just been bringing his presence and his compassion to the people mm-hmm. who are in the communities. And uh, one of the things I'd like to share is, is that comes to mind is uh, our, our work in this place called Morong uh, in Rizal. It's, it's uh, about uh, in the north part of Manila, uh, just, just in the, in the uh, boundary of Manila. And it's a, it's a slum community uh, where out of the gifts that uh, uh, 360Serve gave, uh, we, I mean, these communities, again, just because of lockdown, the impact of, uh, hung, I mean, the, the, the scare of getting hungry is one of the things that really they, they, they go through. You look at their eyes and they, you know, uh, it's like we, we are scared not so much of this COVID, but it's more like uh, uh, we need something uh, more than that. And uh, in Morong, we were able to move in there. Uh, it's a place of over uh, 500 uh, families. And uh, out of the gifts that uh, were sent by 360 Serve, we were able to feed uh, uh, a lot of children in that area. And 80% of the parents 
uh, it's what's wonderful, uh, Pastor Mark, is just this sense of opening doors when we feed the children. You know, children don't come without a mother or father. Mm -hmm. The parents join them. And that has been a place where uh, they come with their children. They receive the, the, the relief of food that we give out of the uh, donation sent by 360 Serve. And it has opened doors for us to bring the word, uh, word of mm. God to them. And parents are now part of our Bible study groups. And uh, this has been a place where we are preaching the word uh, to them. And, and so that has been a almost like a consistent uh, way where this, uh, the, this, the gospel is spreading even f further and even faster uh, in the mm -hmm. midst of a lockdown. So yeah, we, the Lord. lockdown, mm. it, it doesn't lock, lock up the, the gospel, but it's just Amen. opening up. Uh, those doors. Yeah. And no, by the way, those parents uh, during a non-lockdown situation, most of them are uh, laborers and workers. They, they go to, they go to work, but during lockdown, they're just, they're just really home. Yeah. And so that kind of created also the opportunity for us to oh, be great. able to reach out. Uh, well, those you, are rare, by the way, rare. So yeah. really, really so good. Many you send so many stories, and I just love it. Every three months, I get stories from you, Leo, on what God's doing. And I remember the story about Christopher, too, as well. Can you kind of tell us that? It's a great story. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Christopher is uh, one of, uh, well, he works in Bulacan, one of our uh, areas that our uh, church planters go to. And Rebecca is, her, is uh, his uh, wife, who who came to our Bible study. Uh, but Christopher is a, uh, a simple electrician. Uh, when we say that level of, is a cons uh, electrician, uh, they're a poor, very poor family. Uh, and yet he goes faithfully to his work. Uh, one day, uh, this happened during the COVID uh, situation. He went to work and uh, sadly, he went into an accident uh, while at work, got electrocuted doing his work, and uh, uh, the middle part of his body got burned. Uh, if I were to show you the picture, you'll see uh, the scars of that. And uh, it was really sad. Uh, and the difficult part during COVID is uh, our hospitals are so restricted and movement is so restricted. So going to the hospital is just a, a I mean, it's like, it was like a, a, you get electrocuted, you want to go to the hospital, but how do you do that as a poor person? And let alone mm -hmm. hospitals where they say, you know, you can't come here because it's a COVID infested. And mm -hmm. so there's a lot of uh, things you go through, but praise the Lord uh, through, through his faithfulness, uh, our church planting team, uh, we're able to, we go to their, the, the community in Matiktik Bulacan, in this uh, slum area. And there we, Rebecca was there and she was crying and we knew what was, some, something was, was, was not right. And she talked about Christopher and it was our team who visited Christopher. And so uh, the Lord was there with Christopher.
And I know Christopher would say this even now. He would really come and say, uh, him and, and, and Rebecca would just want to thank God for God coming to them through the church planning team. And in a way, we brought the ointment of uh, healing. Uh, well, maybe you can call it the literal ointment to, to, to help his burns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the, the presence yeah. of caring. And mm. he was so wounded. Uh, he couldn't, it's hard to move when you're burnt, by the way. So mm-hmm. you kind of, you, you put your arms on the side and, because mm. his, his uh, uh, middle body, middle part of his body is really all burnt up. And uh, that was uh, where he also met the Lord, by the way. Christopher met Jesus. Mm. And uh, the healing of his body was the gift of, his, of the Lord as well. And wow. uh, that was really, again, uh, this is in the middle of COVID. Yeah. God working yeah. his way through. Uh, Amen. This, this, the life of this man. Yeah. And so all these moments, the yes. you know, yeah, all these moments, you know, just in the midst of the tragedy and the trial and the difficulty, there's these little moments, you know, just like Jesus meeting the woman at the well, you know, making a trip. And we know God's at work in these ways. And that's beautiful with Christopher. And I know there's also a story about Lauren that uh, is, is pretty touching as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lauren is, uh, Lauren's story is, uh, 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 I mean, we love to share what the Lord has done. And again, our church planning team, uh, this happened in, we, we call it Siwang. Siwang is down uh, east side of Manila, part of Metro Manila. And uh, Lauren uh, has had a difficult past. Uh, he he was separated and he, he's really far from his family. And he was living in the slum of Siwang. And uh, our uh, church planning team uh, goes there again in this COVID time. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. by the way, just, just a short uh, note here, uh, Pastor Mark. Uh, going to the slum during COVID time is a it's almost like an oxymoron because in, in the slums, uh, there's no social distancing, uh, mm. you know, and, and people, many of them don't wear masks. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they yeah. can't afford uh, wearing masks sometimes. And so, in fact, we, we would be bringing masks. Uh, we've been doing that, mm. but uh, with, with Lauren and the, and the place he lived, uh, there's no social distancing. So it's just like going and, here we, here we met him uh, out of that place. Lauren, as we shared the gospel, uh, we began to uh, listen more to his story. And he came from a very, very dark background of uh, different kind of beliefs, really a spiritually dark place. Uh, he was in bondage. Uh, he was in bondage to all kinds of, of sin and um he was really running away from his, I mean, he'd been separated from his family. Uh, mm. the, the influence of, of this of spiritual darkness of Satan himself uh, over his life was very, very strong. And living this way, living alone has been like a living in a dark, uh, separated world for him. But the light of Jesus came when we met him. He, he was 
there was a lot of hesitation, obviously, because it's like when people show up in, you know, when you show up in the slums, uh, it's like we're strangers. But, uh, you know, when Lauren was used to uh, uh, seeing images of, he was, he would be saying, he would see images of uh, the Satanist form of images, like animals with horns. And mm-hmm. This would come up in his dreams all the time. And even in an ordinary day, he would say that. It, it goes like that. But then met him and we began to see him and share the love of Jesus for him. Yeah. And uh, now, uh, amazingly, uh, uh, Pastor Mark, uh, Lauren is now attending our Bible study. Lauren yeah. is now worshiping together with us. Yeah. And this has been a... Uh, I mean, the light of Jesus really just uh, moving through the dark. Not just wow. the dark of COVID, but can you imagine in a COVID time knowing that there's a man left alone because yeah. of the bondage of the dark life that he's wow. had. And wow. yet God plucking him out and bringing him to Jesus. And now he's, uh, he, he's there. He's, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we allowed him to share his testimony one time wow and it was just beautiful <laughs> yes so, so he's fully tr- he's fully trusted christ and put his faith in jesus and a, a, a life that's been changed huh yes 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 hallelujah yes wow and, and it's just just beautiful beautiful yeah well i i can't wait leo for our listeners to begin to understand you know your heart your story we're going to get into your own testimony and how god brought you into this relationship and calling to the poor that is just so beautiful. And all these church planners, and I I appreciate you bringing that up, that they're going, you know, into these slum areas, which I know we haven't described in detail yet, but 580 of them, and uh, oftentimes they go in at great risk to their own physical health, like you even described, especially with COVID-19. But there's other diseases there as well, which we're going to get into Mm-hmm. later. But, you know, just in this session here, it just touches my heart to think that here in the United States, we're praying for the Philippines, and I'm so grateful we've been able to give some finances to help the church planners and you guys go into these slums, share the love of Jesus with people like Lauren, you know, Christopher, yes. Rebecca, like you've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just, uh, it's an honor. It's a privilege because that's what the gospel is all about. And, you know, as we wrap up this session, Leo, on COVID-19, how can we be praying for the ongoing ministry of the church planners as you guys are continuing to minister uh, yeah. in these slum areas? How can we be praying? How can we join you in prayer? Yeah. Uh, one of the things uh, uh, that we want uh, people, uh, listeners to 360 serve, um, pray for us. Pray for our uh, uh our, our church planners every day, if you can pray for protection as we go in and go, go uh, walk into the slum areas and bringing the gospel to them. Uh, the last month, particularly, well, last month and a half been quite a challenge more than maybe uh, about eight, eight, eight families of our church planners have been infected. Uh, wow. with, with COVID. Well, uh, adding a little bit more about COVID, what we've managed it to do 
we we we've, we have a, quite a a challenge here. When you get to get yourself tested, you you have to pay uh, something like five uh, 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 five thousand well, five, 5, pesos, or that's about ten dollars. But that's a lot of money for uh, uh, a person here, and we'd say you're just being tested, and you're you're paying for it. And so we'd rather not. Some a lot of our people say we. We try to manage this by saying, maybe we don't need to do that. If you feel the, the symptoms and its symptoms are clear that they're COVID, mm. then we already say, I isolate, get yourself uh, rested and, and things like that. And so about eight to 10 families of our church planners have been infected the last month wow. and a half. And uh, some of us were tested who could, uh, you know, uh, but... Some opted not to, but we know it has been COVID. Uh, and so pray for protection always as we, yeah. as we go get in. And uh, again, there's no social distancing. Uh, when we sit down with them, we're really, there's no way we can do distancing because the, the, the places we gather are, <laughs> if you yeah. distance yourself, there will be like two people will fit there. <laughs> but we have to fit in, say, uh, 30 people uh, because mm. it's so small. Um, yeah. but, and then the, 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 the mask. Uh, some people, we try to say the mask will help. And so they do. Uh, but in some instances, uh, that's where the, the thing is. Uh, some people do not. And so... Uh, pray for protection. That's one, and pray also for encouragement. Uh, sometimes the uh, I have to admit the sense of uh, lockdown. There's a a spiritual aspect to it, but also a a a mental emotional aspect to it. Yeah. Like yeah, uh, you you feel like okay now is lockdown is over, and we're free, and then we're back to lockdown. In fact, next yeah. week is a very strict lockdown again. And uh, for two weeks, very, very long. I mean, last, last year we had the longest lockdown, but this one is shorter. But this kinds of lockdown kind of uh, affects the, 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 uh, uh, the spirit, so to speak. And, yeah. and there's a level of, oh, again, uh, we're yeah. down to this again. And so pray for... Yeah. Uh, for us and also the communities. Uh, I know that in two, just in a week of uh, just in a week of lockdown, they get worried. The people in the poor places really get yeah. affected. So they wow. start to say, "Yeah," and that's a challenge again for uh, the the church planners uh, going into the communities because we know uh, people clamor for for help. So that's a big big prayer that you can do. Yes. Well, that's so helpful, Pastor Leo. Really appreciate those prayer points. We're going to be definitely joining you in prayer. I know our listeners uh, are committed to prayer and we'll be lifting you up. Thank you, Pastor Leo, for this time. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Pastor Mark. God bless you. Happy to join you. Yes. You bet. God bless you too. Uh Bye bye. Uh Bye bye. Thank you, Pastor Leo, for sharing with us what it's been like for you personally and for your family and for the people in the Philippines who are dealing with COVID-19, especially those who are living in the slum areas. 
I think we hear these stories and we realize how blessed we are with all the resources that are available to us here in the United States. Yes, hey, we have our problems, right? But we also have so many resources. And how encouraging it is for us also to hear how God is using the resources that we are sending to the Philippines. Resources that are being used of God to bring hope and feed hundreds of people. And what a blessing to hear how God is transforming so many lives in the midst of this great pandemic and challenge. Here's your action step of the day. Provide some COVID-19 help for your brothers and sisters in the Philippines. We just heard how $10 provides a test. Funds can be given to provide masks. A gift can be given to provide food or medicine, which is so greatly needed. If the Lord is speaking to you about giving a special financial gift to help those in the Philippines, to share God's love with those in the Philippines who are dealing with COVID-19, just go to 360serve.org, click on Give, click on Where Most Needed, write in the comment line, COVID-19 Philippines, and we'll get it there. 100% of what you give will go where you designated. How is that possible? Vision-driven Christians believe in our ministry so strongly, they support all the administrative costs. So whatever you give goes to the area that you designated. Thank you for joining this episode. Share this podcast with a friend. Join us next time as Pastor Leo tells us the story of how he became a Christian. You will hear, among other things, how Leo grew up very poor, living in a cave. You will hear about the crisis moments in his life, one of which was almost drowning in the ocean, but how God used all those moments to bring him to Jesus. It's truly a remarkable story of God's amazing grace that will touch your life deeply. Until then, may the Lord bless you.